Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy Valentine's Day. It's Big Drive Energy here with Sunday Red. We're going to be talking about Tiger Woods. Mitchell's also very on brand, got his red on. I didn't really think to wear red. I honestly didn't even, I, I just grabbed this hoodie and then put that, I, I forgot it was Valentine's Day. Oh, well, that's kind of sad. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there. Just a little Valentine's for you. If you are not playing golf today, you can put one in my hole. <laughs> Valentine's Day uh, joke for everybody out there. I am at Big Drive Spence. He is at Big Drive Mitch. We appreciate you all tuning in this week. We are also going to do not only talk about Tiger Woods' new uh, clothing brand, we're going to give you some of our professional golfer Valentines. Guys, we got a little man crush on. Is that a thing? Man crush still? Uh, yeah. I don't want to get into that. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Genesis Invitational coming up this weekend and discuss Full Swing Season 2 coming out. There's a full players list. We'll talk about who we're most excited to watch and who we think is going to be the lamest to watch, which, you know, you never know. Joel Damon doesn't seem like that cool of a guy, and his episode was the best one. Yeah, from... who's, who could surprise us. Exactly. Yeah, some surprises. All right, let's tee it up. Valentine's Day, what a great day. Um, I So, quick story, I went to Valentine's Day dinner last night because when you're a parent now, it's like you don't want to ask someone to – watch your kid on valentine's day if they're a couple like you don't want to be like hey enjoy you stepped in the the original well <laughs> you the original plan was was for us to take him to his aunt and uncles they're about I'm to have a kid uncle yes their aunt and uncle's house really close to the restaurant they're they also are about to have a kid so it was then he's not feeling good so we're like hey maybe we'll just ditch that plan he's sick he's not not feeling good he's sick what's the difference uh, I mean, if he had like a little bit of a cough, like he's full blown, like his head's a bowling ball. Yeah, he's sick. Um, and so you stepped in, watched him. And by the way, first of all, thank you. Second of all, what a fucking crock of shit that Mitchell watches our kid and he falls asleep the entire time. Literally the asleep, asleep for three hours when he's not supposed to be sleeping. I watched him for like a half hour and we played. Okay. We hung out. He tried to grab your phone. Yeah. And, then and he, the remote. And then he just passed he, out. He is like absolutely enamored with electronics like, yeah you could hold up the coolest toy in the world and then you show him his own face on a phone and it's game over there's no getting his attention back i have to like hide the remote in my phone while i'm hanging out with him just so because then he just tries to put it in his mouth it's not like maybe if he could set up my schedule for me for the week i would allow it but he's just he just wants to put it in his throat also that well, I know that sounded fucked up, but the funny thing is, is he's now teaching the, himself to gag, which is like the most sick thing ever. Like I see him put a toy in his mouth and all of a sudden he's like, his... yeah, you see his eyes like widen and then he, yeah, it's, it's not great. He's, he's learning his own limits. But... but yeah, I mean, you got, he's got to learn his own. Uh... Everybody's got a gag reflex, hopefully. Yeah. A hundred percent. I really hope that he does. Um, so we go to the melting pot, which great place, by the way. If you you've never been there, it sounds like I've never eaten there. No, that's crazy to me because it's a, a fondue spot. For those of you who don't know, melting pot. They go through a whole four course meal. You get a cheese. So my stomach is not great today. Let's just be real here. Um, first first course is cheese, and you get like some vegetables to dip in it. Second course is a salad. They have a great strawberry almond salad. I'm pretty addicted to it. Fruit and, and nuts in a salad is so fun. Oh, yeah. It slaps. And then they go to, you pick a cooking style, and they had a bunch of meats. We stepped it up, got the lobster tail. Well, I got the lobster tail because I got to eat the whole thing. King of the castle. King is a castle. I can't afford. 
Um, and then you finish it up with chocolate cooking style or chocolate. You dip a bunch of things in chocolate. So how's your how's your stomach feeling today? I like I just said five seconds ago, not great. Oh, I woke up and Sorry, it, was, I was it was not great. But we got a bottle of wine um, because I love to drink wine, especially at a nice dinner place. That's just my thing. Wine doesn't count. No, wine does not count. If as you drink wine, you didn't drink that day. Correct. But then I had an espresso martini towards the end. So I did drink yesterday. Unfortunately, when I said I wasn't going to, but you know, we all make mistakes. So the wine, and I'm I'm not a wine connoisseur, but I've always been uncomfortable when they ask you to taste it. Cause Kylie got the espresso martini first, and I got the bottle of wine because I knew we would just be drinking wine the whole night. And so the guy asked me to taste it. Re- like, re- real quick, do you know why they ask you to taste it? No. They oh, don't, if it, they don't it, ask you to taste it to see if you like it. They ask you to taste it to see if it's rotten. Because a lot of times, if they're asking you to taste it, it's more of an aged wine. Or even if it's not an aged wine, it can still be like a bad bottle or something. They don't give a fuck if you like it or not. You, if, you, if you tell them you don't like the taste of it, they, they don't care about that. They'll be like, does it taste like it's bad? And if it tastes bad, then they'll they'll replace it. But if you just don't like it, they're like, you fucking drink it. Yeah. You ordered it. Yeah, you ordered it. We opened it. You're paying for it. Yeah. So he asked me to taste it. And I'm like really uncomfortable with looking <laughs> at people sentence. in the he eyes. Asked, he asked me to taste it. <laughs> I looked him in the eyes. Um, But no, I hate looking people in the eyes when I talk. And I feel like that has an expiration to it. Like I look somebody in the eyes when I say something for like, three, four, five seconds, and then I kind of have to look away. And I also hate when people are, I know people are watching me. So like he, he pours it out. He's watching me drink it. I'm already uncomfortable. And then I completely like choke on the sip of wine. I like almost peeped it up and his face. Cause I looked immediately up at him. Cause I was like trying to tell him it was me. It was me problem, not a him problem. And he goes, am I going to have to send this back? <laughs> and I was like, no, dude, it's not your problem. It's mine. I uh, just, you know, got a little air. Wine went down the wrong pipe, and I started coughing it up. He's like, oh, yeah, it's been two I've been working here two years, never sent a bottle of wine back. So could we possibly clip it up where Spencer says, he asked me to taste it. I look him in the eye, and then I choke. (laughs) Those are all sequential of what you just said right there. Let's be clear here. This was a bottle of wine. (laughs) Napa Valley. Napa Valley Cabernet. Napa Valley Red Blend. Um, yeah, that's sometimes you just get a little air bubble in there. So I uh I got my girlfriend a salad spinner for Valentine's Day. Um, do you know what those are? Oh, I saw one in Costco the other day. Yeah, where you get the water off the lettuce. It seems extra. No, dude. It, it I don't know how often you make salads, but if you buy romaine because you're supposed to wash it, it just never I've used like dozens of paper towels. You just can't get it dry. So you drop the lettuce in there and there's this little thing on top and it spins and it like basically pulls all. You remember that ride as a little kid that you'd get in and it'd like pin you up to the side and just spin. It makes me so sick. Oh, dude, I I remember doing that at like the Iowa State Fair and I wasn't right for like two weeks afterwards. Like my entire equilibrium was just thrown off. But that's basically what a salad spinner does to the salad. Um. So that's, I mean, something she'll use. I also got her flowers, and you tell me if I'm dumb because I ordered them. She's obviously in New Jersey. I'm not right now. So I ordered them from, like, a local flower shop, and it's uh, some, you know, non-American dude that answers the phone. Totally, like, cool dude. I've bought flowers from there before. But so I order them, and it's, like, 110 bucks with delivery. And I want to support a local spot instead of, you know, one eight hundred flowers or whatever. So it's one hundred and ten bucks. And then, like, I did that on Monday, and so then I called him yesterday. And I was like, I'm just curious. Can you like send me a picture when you deliver it? And he's like, No, no, I, I can't. And then just like hangs up the phone. So like, do you think he's just stealing money from me, or do you think he's actually? I would like to think that I could trust him because the the flower shop's like two blocks from her apartment, like a five minute walk. So it's not like he's driving all over Kingdom Come. Like, do you think he's actually going to deliver these flowers? Well, yeah. I mean, I think he w- he's going to hold up his end of the bargain. Maybe he just doesn't have a smartphone to take a photo of it, or he doesn't want to Uber Eats style it and send well, it to Well, it's you. very old school, and you can tell because I emailed him about it, and he goes, please call me at this number. And the email is not to a business. It's, like, to a personal mm. email. 
Yeah, so, so super old school. That actually makes me feel like you should trust him more. Yeah, no, I tr- I trust the dude. I just kind of, you know, when you pay one hundred and ten dollars for something, you kind of see what it looks like. Yeah. So I don't know if there's any. Was there not photos on the website of what you wanted? I just told, and this is probably my fault, but I just told him that I trust his judgment. Because oh, last wow. time I went in there, that's what he did, and he put together like a good bouquet. Okay, so, so he is you have experience. It and, yes, you have experience here. But I'm just. It's one of those where you're just a little uncomfortable not knowing if it's going to happen or not. Yeah, 100%. I've, I've been super uncomfortable many times in my life knowing <laughs> if something's thinking something's going to happen or not. Um, let's get back to the salad spinner real quick. So your girlfriend's going to be tossing a lot of salads, which is good for her. Yep. But I kind of like like wet lettuce. That's like weird. romaine lettuce. I kind of like it when it's like battered and like super wet. But do you like it if it's sog like? Yeah, it's gotta be I kind of like it when it's you like it wet. Like I, I don't mind if it's a little moist if it's crispy. Like if it's still crispy, but it's it's got a little water on it, I'm okay with that. But like straight up, like you're talking like so. For any of those of you who don't know, Spencer's an absolute sicko that is like obsessed with Subway, and all they have is wet lettuce at Subway. Like if you, I don't know if they know what crispy lettuce looks like. And is that the lettuce you're referring to? Because that was like the first place my mind went. I don't actually get the lettuce from Subway when I order my CCC on wheat. But I <laughs> I don't like the lettuce. The cool combo is goat. Yeah, it's, it's goat. It's all time good. I just don't like lettuce hard. I don't like crunchy lettuce ever. No, no matter what salad it is, if it's crunchy lettuce, I'm kind of out on it. I don't like to, you know, like if I have croutons on there, I like those to be crunchy. But my like for a salad to me to be good, it's got to be a little moist slash like wet. That's weird. I like I just like really crispy romaine lettuce. Yeah, no, and I bite it and it's like a crunch, like almost something hard. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm good. You just like to eat soft things, like you like soft bananas. You like um, soft lettuce. Apparently, you like very ripe fruit. Uh, is there anything you like to eat hard? Um, we'll talk about that after the episode. <laughs> uh, the not ri- no, I don't like anything. Cr- uh, no pretzels, I like soft. Um, what kind of weirdo does not like crunchy food? That is such a pre-crime take. Uh, chips, I like chips. Okay, yeah, but like my fries, I like fries soft as fuck. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? I like man? them like dangling. <laughs> That's how I like my fries. Um, all right, let's move off of the. Wait, well, I know Marissa's also. Uh, she's a trooper. She's in here producing the show today. She's a little sick. Oh, you're just gonna throw her on the mic? She's been like coughing. Well, I. I mean, she's a far enough away from us, unless. Well, no, I'm saying throat, like, I don't want to make I, her I, talk. I if yeah, she doesn't does talk. your throat hurt really bad? No. Okay. Good. Fuck off. All right, send her on. Um, her on. Do you guys have any plans for this evening? What's What's on the menu for dinner? Yes, I don't know what Dessert. restaurant we're going to. It's downtown. I'm sick, as you guys can tell, so I'm really going to have to muster up some energy. And I would tell him that I don't feel good and I'd rather stay home. But he's very excited, and it's a five-course meal, and he wants to go out. This is like his day that he likes to go all out, so. I respect that. Damn, you're going to have to to appreciate that as a wife, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not probably going to drink tonight because I've had experiences of taking medicine and then drinking, but I will. uh, That's a lot of fun, actually. We had this dude at our old golf course. <laughs> I'm sorry to go off on a tangent. I'm not going to name any names, um, but he took like pain medication all the time. And then he would have like two beers and he'd be blacked out. Yeah. And he, he drove through his garage wall <laughs> oh, into his God. own kitchen. <laughs> he drove his fucking Mazda truck right through his own I, garage into his kitchen. I've never done that, but I met Christian's entire family entire family for the very first time i took allergy medicine and then only had one jack and coke it was college and uh wait wait yeah i literally couldn't walk straight his mom had to drive me <laughs> home and then he was so upset with me and his grandma's like so this is the girl you're dating and he's like uh not normally so counterpoint yeah. if you can get through meeting your significant other's family and you're not at your best and they still you know accept you then it's only up from there exactly like if they meet you first and they love you like 
they think you're the best, it's only going to get worse because you're going to fuck up. Like that's just human, you know, that's just being a human being. Um, so I like, I've even thought sometimes like if you were to hypothetically go out on a first date, like order chicken wings, like look as bad as possible, Mm -hmm. really show them your true self because then they're just getting, you're just being real right off the bat. Yeah. So that's not necessarily who you are like blacked out, but you know, if you can recover and build up from there, then I feel like that's a bit of an advantage. Well, two years ago, Valentine's Day. So two years on this day, I had surgery and I went under. And so when I came out, I was really drugged up. And so Christian was asking me how I felt. And the only thing, so his mom bought us a printer for Valentine's Day because we needed it. And then... Um, romantic. Yes, yeah, so romantic. And he asked me, he's like, how are you feeling? And I said, I have two things to say. I don't like your mom's hugs and I don't print shit. <laughs> So uh, you did or didn't need the printer? I mean, we needed it. I don't think I've ever used it because I don't print shit and I don't like hugs. Because Christian's mom heard of a PDF. <laughs> yes. I, yes. If I'm being real honest, I'm not the most technologically inclined myself. L- low key, not saying you're wrong, but I fucking love having a printer. It, it's uh, To me, it's fucking huge. Yeah, but you're a guy that likes wet lettuce and you're old yeah, as fuck. Yeah, your so takes like, are really... already bad. Yeah, so like you're already an old man. Yeah, Doesn't... let's move away from your takes. You're also wearing a a cow skin hoodie. Dude, it's you not were like, actually cow skin. You were like fucking came into my room this morning when I was changing. You're like, you always have the sickest stuff. I was pumping you up, bro. You don't ever do that. So I know I know when you say something to me, it, you actually mean it. Like yeah. the other day you told me I was looking fit and I've been fucking going off that high for three days because normally you i you you told me i looked fat once and i i will never forget it and poke fun at me all the time oh i'm not saying i'm just saying what you say you normally don't bullshit me yeah so i wouldn't lie to you why literally you're the one person in this world i would never like even sugarcoat it for you're yeah 100 percent. and so that's why when you told me i looked fit the other day i kind of like fucking was like strutting around king of the castle king of the castle king of the castle i am in the chair um (laughs) but yeah you were you were when you said that i was like oh fuck yeah he means business and i mean i i was i was riding it i'm staying on business um real quick i know it's like no free ads but these sunflower seeds are fire i think it's a new uh sponsor or a new partner of dnvr is this correct yeah, Chinook. Chinook. Do you know where these are from? I don't know. They're they're super. Uh, let's find out. They're small batch. Yeah, I feel like small batch is just one of those buzzwords. Oh, it is for sure. Like whiskey. I didn't know there's such a thing as small batch sunflower seeds, but I will say, the dill picklers. You can't really go wrong, but they're fire, and they have some other good flavors that I haven't yet to try. Um, also, packaging looks fire. Great packaging. Love the uh, the small small package, and sodium doesn't look terrible on them versus like your regular David Sunflower seed. So, just want to give them a quick shout out because I just had a mouthful of them and they're pretty pretty gas. I love sunflower seeds. I have them in my car, and so when I'm trying not to chew my nails in my car because that's one of my my honey holes for doing it when i'm getting stressed and there's traffic popping some seeds oh it's life-changing yeah oh yeah you know occasionally when i see when i see something that's got to be taken care of i usually take care of it i hate to just go completely even more off the rails but your fingernail biting is off-putting to me (laughs) okay well i'm just being but you're fit yeah you look fit i'll give you a compliment sandwich i like your hoodie your hands are gross. You look fit. You look like you have a drug problem. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm just being real with you. It's Valentine's Day. You're not supposed to say I that. got a sausage fingers, so you can take a shot at my, my taquito hands. No, I'll I'll keep my compliment sandwich in, in I the have bag. grandma hands. You do have a little Yeah. I kinda like them though. It's like a comforting look. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what the fuck? You grandma hands? Like Reminds you, great. Somebody said she has witch hands once, and I can't it's, see it's, that. It's only because of my thumb. What's what's up with the thumb? I have like the. You have the sharp. Yeah, you just have like sharp knuckles. Looks like you've been around for a while. <laughs> you, yeah, maybe I'll second second thoughts on 
throwing hands with you. I don't yeah, think you I should want be. That. So you're honest with me. Does this mean we're really good friends now? Yeah. Okay. I feel like we just took a step there. Um, should we talk about some golf? Yeah, let's do it. Let's start out with this shit show design from Tiger Woods and TaylorMade Golf. And I actually, I elicited the help of, let's so if you're not following us on, you here, you pull up the TikTok that you posted yesterday. Mitchell's getting into his green screen TikTok game. Um, I mean, my green screen era. He's if, in, if you send it to me, I'll put it up. Oh, oh okay. here we go. Okay, so Mitchell's going to, but then we're also going to talk about the comments about this. While he, we're getting that up, I elicited the advice of some great graphic designers in this company, three of them, um, Dwayne, Eric, and Sydney. So they went off on a tangent about it. I said, hello, I would like a few initial thoughts on the new Tiger Woods Sunday Red from people that actually design logos. Because they have some hot logo takes. Real quick, where am I sending this, Marissa? Because I just sent it to you. Yes. Okay. It's great. Marissa asking Mitchell if he's got the company contact for when he's worked here for three years. I've been you told know many, Mitchell in Should a I nutshell? drop it in mud flap instead of slack? <laughs> There's so many buzzwords <laughs> for these fucking names of random things at these companies. I just can't keep up. The I'm last like, time I asked Spencer if you had Slack, he just laughed at me and then walked away. I do. I just don't have the notifications on. If I'm like super bored and I look through all my social media and then I have nothing else, I'll go to the Slack. Uh, all right. So I <laughs> I slacked them and got some, some initial thoughts on the new logo. Um, I won't call them out name by name. I don't think they care. But the first first message I get back, terrible. Forced hipster nonsense with the wording. The tiger looks like a skeleton. Huge miss. I would guess the initial initial idea was to draw a tiger using only the stripes. And then they went back and forth and so many people got involved that they were like, well, we don't want the full shape, so maybe just put an outline at the top. It's an insane solution. Um, the next one. I did not realize that was a tiger. Wowzers. But now that I know, all I see is an undead skeleton tiger. Also, if he won 15 majors, how come there's 25 stripes? Um... There was so a ten, if you look, I think the fifteen stripes are like in both of the legs, uh, and then on along the skeleton. But if you also look, I think they had to add a fifteenth in there somewhere random after the ribs. So he's got a huge dong. Like this tiger is See, fucking I, hanging I, like an elephant. I did not really at first picture a dong. Like I still, are you talking about the very back leg? No, I'm talking about. The, oh, the, oh, like the, the free random... hanging dong right above the R. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Now I see it. Um. All right. So more comments. Uh. Next one. Yeah, I get the idea, but the tiger is not right. For some reason, it reminds me of Arcteryx, which is exactly what I said. It looks a lot like the Arcteryx logo. Um. Outside of the skeleton tiger, the tracking on this thing bugs me. Uh, so this was a quote-unquote clever solution to make it two words, or are they really locked into the idea of it being three three-letter words? The main takeaway is that too many people were involved. There is a video out there that basically says the rule of threes. That's why, to me, so I'll be honest, like looking at this real quick, the, the, the actual tiger itself I'm not in love with, right? The SDR is a fucking disaster. Uh, that part it looks like I, Times New Roman. Like, well, it's like, why is it here, here, there? Like, yeah, if they would have gone looks, all like pure S period, D period, R underneath, a hundred percent, that would have been perfect. But the the triangle scenario, I don't understand at all. Um, and then, uh, let's see what else did they say. They basically said it's marketing BS. The reason they were trying to balance it and thought breaking it up was clever, but then it looked like a typo, so they put stupid amount of space between the words. Um, Real quick, I also want to read because a lot of people were saying like this is AI. Like, um, basically they they didn't really like put the work in. They just kind of anywho. Their Instagram handle is called Sunday Red. Here's the description on the Instagram: We're not for people who want to live a certain kind of lifestyle. We're for people who want to live a certain kind of life. We are Sunday Red. That's AI. Well, that was put into jet chat gpt tiger woods definitely lives a certain kind of lifestyle and no one will ever recreate that again molly percocets <laughs> percocets <laughs> that's the life yeah i mean are they gonna they could do like one of those shirts um with all the little lo logos on it it's just a bunch of little like pills 
and like Perkins Jesus. and like uh, walking boots, things of that nature. What do you think? I, I it's kind of a disaster. Let's that's go the, to that's the new Sunday rap. Let's go to the comments of that TikTok. Sorry, Marisha. Marisha. Well, let's I play mean, the TikTok. Yeah, play it, and then we'll we'll see. We'll go to the comments. Woods releases his new uh, Sunday red logo with TaylorMade Golf, and it looks like dog shit. Um, it looks like an eight-year-old drew a skeleton, and that's their logo. Um, and I got to be honest, I grew up not really liking TaylorMade. Uh, you were either kind of a tailor-made kid or you weren't, and I'm not really a tailor-made guy. I never have been, so I definitely think a different brand could have done this better, but almost anybody could have done this better. My seven-month-old nephew could have done that better. Shout out, also, Sunday is now two words. It's new, changing the English language, so lots to unpack there. Um, will you snag the comment section? So, oh man, I'm making this log in. Here, uh, go, go, I'll go. pull it up. Uh, we got quite a few people agreed with us, and I think the overarching thing was everybody agreed that it was... I haven't seen somebody that's full-on defended it, except, let's see... Doo -doo -doo. I had a couple good clapbacks in the comment section, too. For anybody that wanted to... Um, try to spit game and tell me that it was good. Somebody said, what are you a Spalding guy? Um, um, maybe the last golf he watched was Caddyshack, but I... uh, one of the comments L take it's simple, clean and recognizable. Love it. My clap back. It's recognizable. Like the drawing you put up on your fridge that your three-year-old made you at daycare. Pretty good clap back. That got four likes. His comment got one like, ratio <laughs> suck um, on that ratio in the comments um will young our our buddy tiktok influencer my four-year-old actually drew this for him i said i hope you got some royalties coming your way but for the most part this one dude i disagree also taylor made has had the best marketing strategy worldwide for a very long time and i said they definitely spend the most and let's just let's be um pretty clear here like when we were growing up, was it not, especially when we got really into golf about 10, 15 years ago, you were either like pro tailor-made or you did not like, it, it's one of those brands where they shove it down your throat so much that you either love it or you quickly hate it. And I was the one that quickly hated it because it was like the rocket balls. It was all the marketing bullshit um, when I was younger. So I just never liked tailor-made anyways. And their whole shtick is design something that isn't great and then pay hundreds of tour players a bunch of money to make it look like they want to wear it so then the general public wants to wear it. But that doesn't mean it looks good. You know, these players are getting paid to wear their shit. And then John, eight-year-old Johnny boy down the street's like, oh, Dustin Johnson's wearing that tailor-made Adidas gear. I want to wear that gear. Like, I, I don't think that mean that makes it look good you know it's just not overall like good quality shit in my opinion yeah and the thing about this is somebody's gonna come back in like a year and be like oh they sold 500 yes, million dollars exactly. worth of tailor-made sunday red gear that doesn't mean it looks good it's all about who's marketing the product and it's yeah the most famous athlete of all time you could put a, a clump of turds with steam coming off and flies flying around and market that as Sunday Red. And guess what? If it's Tiger Woods' name on it, it's going to sell. So, yes, the the amount that they sell of this product doesn't make it better or worse because it's already a complete turd. Yeah. the Just a miss all around on the logo, a miss with the SDR in a random place. It just it's, – it's messy to me. Yeah, and when you think of sun day, I think of like a sunny day. I don't think of the 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 day of the week. You feel me? Yeah, and to be honest, I know it's Tiger's thing, but he's not going to play a ton of Sundays anymore. <laughs> they should have called. They could have should have called Friday it Friday Red. Red. Yeah, that would actually been funny to kind of lean into it. Because speaking of uh, him not playing Sundays, I think 
uh, bet three six five had him boosted to like plus two twenty five to finish in the top twenty. Um, and I don't. I I think that needs to be higher. That needs to be like plus four fifty in my opinion. I mean, I know Tiger's a great athlete, but when was the last time he played competitive golf? Three months ago. Like yeah, but they're protecting themselves here. Yeah, that's true. But th- why boost it then? Because they want people to bet it because they think they he's want not the action. Make the cut. Yes, that's fair. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, but then why protect yourself? Why not boost it further and get more action on it? That's true. I just think I think boosting it at all just allows the people to see it when they log into the app right off the hop and say, "All right, I'm taking this. That's fair. I'm a big Tiger fan." Okay. So. Yeah, th- uh, all in Did all, short circuit. Yeah, all in all, the logo not great. Uh, his press conference, you know, I still love Tiger Woods, but it, I don't think it's ever going to be the same. I'm not buying any Sunday red gear. Maybe if they throw out a cool like sweater or something, the hoodie might... actually does look decent. It's just got like the tiger on it, but still, I'm I've never been a that that is one place that the live has really succeeded, and the PJ Tour has done pretty poorly is marketing individuals. Because they sell the PGA Tours merch is like buy the Oakmont US Open hoodie. It's like nobody gives a shit. Unless you go there, you don't want to, unless you're a 75 year old member of the USGA that gets sent that hat every year that we had hundreds of members wear on a regular basis. Um, nobody's going to go out of their way to buy a golf course's US Open or British Open or. You know, unless it's Augusta, but they don't own those rights to sell that merch. Augusta does. Um, but yeah, they, they just don't do marketing very well to like individuals. So I'm not really on board with it either. Like I would almost consider Tiger going to like TaylorMade selling out. I think he kind of sold out a little bit. Probably got a fat bag from them. They're probably paying him 100, 150 million up front just to have the rights to sell this product. If I had to, that's just a shot in the dark, but that's, that's almost a live level sellout to me. That's, that's just like, I'm going to play in four events a year. Um, they're going to pay me a bunch of money to, to market this product and make this product. You see where I'm going with this? I do. The one question I have for you though, and I'd like to talk to a tour player about this is in golf, there's a level of sponsorship that you still have to play the equipment. So you're, if you're not playing the equipment that you like, you're hurting your own career. Or if you don't think it's actually the best performing equipment for you, you're hurting yourself. Yes. You're getting paid a bunch of money up front. So, you know, where's the, where does the seesaw balance to where you're playing the equipment that's you think is actually the best because I guarantee you some of these guys, if they went out and hit other things, like they're playing Ping or they're playing TaylorMade, that's, they're optimizing that specific brand to their swing. But I wonder if players actually played what, like they went, every player went and tested every, diff, every major brand they could possibly sign with, if they would change brands based on what club actually performs for them the best. So that's what's interesting to me is when Tiger came back and went to TaylorMade, was that the club that was performing from the best or did they straight up pay him the most money? Now, Tiger's a different story because he's already won 15 majors, 80 plus tour events. So his career's kind of over yeah. in terms of winning. But guys that are just coming up on the PGA Tour, it's like, uh, do they work it backwards? Or they're like, I like these clubs and I feel like these are the best clubs for me and then try to work a sponsorship there. Or are they just getting plucked for the money and then playing something that's lower level than they than they could actually be playing? Well, I mean, look at what Rory did a couple of years ago. He put the new stealth into play, hated it, and went – or was it the new stealth last year that he didn't like and he went back to the previous year's stealth? So they definitely like – especially with the woods. I will say with the irons, though, if you think about it like race cars. You know, I own an Audi. There's a race car Audi. My Audi is not like a race car Audi. Like the PGA Tour guys' equipment is not like the equipment they sell to the general public. So it does come down to more of the money because those tailor-made, whatever, those brands can make whatever work for these players. They can make it look completely different. They can have their own prototype for that specific PGA Tour player, especially Tiger, that looks nothing like anything else they sell. So equipment is a little bit different 
and like you said, especially with Tiger playing a limited amount. But then the other thing is, too, is we've seen more players sign equipment deals that are not 100% full back. Like, you see plenty of guys that they rock the, say, the Titleist bag, but then they've got Callaway Woods in play. They've got TaylorMade Woods in play. They've got an Odyssey putter. They've got different wedges. Like, it's all dependent on the contract that they sign. But ultimately, I think players are not going to sacrifice the state of their game to sign a con a 14 club contract with a, a brand that they don't want to play throughout their entire bag. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite things and clubs work differently for every single person. Like if Rory doesn't like the stealth, but Joe Schmo from, you know, that's a place three times a week at his own Muni loves the stealth. Like that's obviously performing better for him. Yeah. But I love like PGA tour does a really good job after tournaments. Like they always are finding golf content cause it's their job. Um, kind of like ours, but we, they do like a, what's in the bag of the winner. And it's always fun for me to read those and see guys have wedges from four or five years ago, or they've got a three wood from that same company that they're contracted with, but the, the M3 or yeah. if it's Taylor made. And it's, it's fun to me to see like what they are still playing because golfers are very particular, particular people yeah. and they're not just going to throw the new, every new wood in the bag. And on a new season, just because a company creates them. Right. Well, so Brant Snedeker, do you remember that burner uh, driver that was like triangular almost? Oh, 100%. He gamed that up until like a couple of years ago. Like that was probably a driver that he had in the bag for like eight to 10 years. So you can't tell me that Taylor made stoked about him still playing that model, but he just likes the way it looks. He likes the way it feels. You know, some of those guys choose performance over playing the new, the brands and new stuff. So. Yeah, and that is always interesting to me and seeing like wedges. They have more than one set of wedges. They're not like you and I or any of a, any anyone else listening where you've got your set of wedges and then once you get a new set, your old wedges either go to eBay or you give them to your friend or whatever, but they, they have different sets of wedges, all the exact same, um, but then they're throwing different wedges in the bag for certain tournaments, certain uh, play styles, grass styles. It's just the actual clubs that pros play is always very interesting to me because it's not it's very different than any other sport. Yeah, you know, hockey you kind of have a, you have certain sticks and and basketball you have shoes, but most most other sports it's like you're you know you're playing with a ball that's given to you by the NBA or a puck that's you know NHL. Yeah, in golf you can have so many different you know golf balls, clubs, uh, woods, wedges, you know, putters, yeah. and guys change that stuff all the time. So it's. It's interesting to me with Tiger and Taylor made just the whole thing. And they, you know, everybody was wrong, including us talking about Grace and Clothiers. Like, Taylor made must just be giving him a bag. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it has to be about the money because Grayson is so much more cutting edge with their designs. Uh, obviously, if you look at Adidas, I think Taylor made and Adidas are still a co owned thing, but Adidas has like one or two cool shirts, maybe, um, that Nick Dunlap debuted in palm springs but other than that they don't have any fresh cool designs grayson's like top of the line you know with its ear to the ground on the pga tour they have a bunch of tour players that are it's owned by tour players so they're giving input on designs it was just it was a money thing in my opinion um but let's let's move on to our picks and the riviera preview this week so i think we're getting a little short on time. You want to hop right into that? We yeah. actually need to talk about our Valentines really quick. Oh, we're doing Valentines first? Okay. Yeah, but before we even do that, we need to tell you guys about how we bet on all these tournaments, and that's with BET365. Use the code ALLCITY in all caps when you sign up for BET365 and have two choices of an offer, either bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets, or you can bet $1,000 and have it be no sweat. So you bet $1,000, you get a mulligan if you don't hit that bet in a free bet. And you can go ahead and place that and try to up your balance. So you're basically getting a free, a free shot, a breakfast ball, if you will. Bet365 is the only betting site we use for betting golf because they make it super easy. You go in there, you click the PGA Tour, you go to the each way, 1 through 10. That's how we place our bets. That puts some money on the player to win the event and also puts money on them to place in the top 10. We had a top 10 winner last week with Sahith Thigala at plus 400, so nice hit there. Uh, couldn't get it done again and couldn't get it done we're the bad luck chucks right now we're gonna hopefully get a winner here in the next couple of weeks i, I feel pretty good about my guys this week and 
The PGA Tour is honestly, I think every single winner this year has been 100 to 1 uh, initial odds or longer that's actually won the event. So, And I'm still kicking myself that Nick Taylor finished second last year in waste management, and then I didn't even look at him this year. But hindsight's always 2020, especially with gambling. We do that at Bet365. Check out Bet365. Use the code ALLCITY and get yourself two different offers. Must be 21 plus. If you have a gaming problem, call 1-800-522-4700. also want to tell you guys about our great friends over at Breckenridge Distillery. It's still a little wintry out here. Whiskey time. Yeah, it's still whiskey season for yeah. sure. And I always have different, I think I feel like I have different alcohols for different sporting events. Whiskey and hockey just go really well together with me. And and shots, when I'm taking shots of anything, it's usually whiskey. I do like a vodka shot now and again, but psycho. Tequila is not my thing. Whiskey is my thing, and Breckenridge Distillery whiskey is ultimately my thing. When I'm taking a shot, give me some Breck Distillery. It goes down so smooth. It's one of the highest rated distilleries in the entire world. You can check out their actual distillery in Breckenridge, Colorado. I think we're going to have a – we're kind of – pre-planning a bachelor party there for one of our boys this summer gonna play some golf up in the mountains and go and check out the breckeners distillery you can get great food up there you can taste all the whiskeys i'm sure we'll have plenty of that uh, on that bachelor party so make sure you check out breckenridgedistillery.com you can get breckeners distillery even though it's distilled in colorado you can get it in all 50 states including alaska and hawaii so make sure to check it out check your local liquor store i bet you they have it on the shelf all right Let's talk about our Valentines. So it is Valentine's Day. We have a, we chose each a couple of Valentines. Um, so we've got like a more obvious one just based on sheer manhood and looks. Um, y- yes. Kind of. Yeah, we, yeah. Can, we can go in that order. So I think Spencer's two are sandwiched in the middle on, on front and back. Yeah. So you are the bread. I am the meat in this certain sandwich so we'll roll this first guy and once again if you guys aren't watching on youtube check it check out the podcast on youtube big drive energy golf you get to see our faces you get to see our beautiful graphics uh, and you get to be subscribed so whenever we go live twice a week mondays and wednesdays you're notified so make sure you're subscribing give us a thumbs up if you're tuning in right now Uh, mitchell i'll go ahead with your first valentine uh so Tommy Fleetwood, I've been crushing on him a little bit recently. He's been my pick. Uh, he's actually, spoiler alert, he's going to be a pick of mine this week. Again, he was boosted on Bet365, so I like his action this week. Um, but the beard, the hair, the lettuce is flowing magnificently, the accent. Um, he looks a little mousy, a little ratatouille-ish, uh, but still a good, and mouse and rat, I get I, totally two different things. Um, but I think he's just, he's got like a swagger about him that I like the way he carries himself. Uh, when he flipped off the hole after he lipped out a six footer, I always liked that clip. There's just a lot, a lot to like about Tommy Fleetwood other than his lack of ability to win on the PGA tour, which I am going to keep betting until he does. So, uh, we've got a few of those guys. We've got Cam Young, another man rocket probably. Uh, but I just like Tommy. He's just. He seems like a dude I could go have a couple beers with and just really enjoy his company. Yeah, anyone that's rocking lettuce like that and then rocks a beard too, I'm always an ultimate respect for. We'll go with my guy next. Uh, This is this guy is just the definition of a man rocket. Talked about him quite a bit on Monday. Yeah, fresh off his win at Live Las Vegas. Uh, It is that. Well, that is my that is my uh, yeah that guy. Look at him, Dustin Johnson. Beautiful beard, beautiful wife, Paulina Gretzky, the great one's daughter. Look at that hair. I just don't know what this guy doesn't have going for him, other than maybe his choice in uh, recreational drugs. But (laughs) he's got a master's, as we can see here from the picture, green jacket. The dude just, ever since I got into golf and really, like, you know, got past my Tiger Woods you know nonsense in terms of i'm still a fan of tiger woods and i'm still gonna watch this weekend we kind of came up with dj though but yeah dj was like the guy that was really young and hit hit it a long ways he was the og like bryson DeChambeau in terms of changing the game distance wise yeah uh his swing is a little different his his position at the top is very like on unorthodox it's unorthodox but it's also like 
really hard to recreate. Like nobody can just like grab the club. That's and just do an athlete's move. A hundred percent. So Dustin Johnson is my number one Valentine this year. And then you can go with that next clip, uh, Marissa. This guy, Eric Cole, fellow PXG guy. As you can see, we're wearing the same hat. <laughs> look at look at that. Like it looks like a five gallon hat on that little head. Of it, his. Yeah, he just like me, just big hat, small head. Um, where it matters, uh, where it doesn't matter, or where it's visible. You know what they say about big big feet, big socks, <laughs> big socks. Uh, but Eric Cole. I have a newfound, so definitely like to bet on him all the time. He was a PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. Still hasn't won a PGA Tour event, but he's right there. He's, spoiler alert, he's on my card this week again. I'm just a sucker. And so PXG guy, but after seeing him in person in the media tent this past week, I love him even more because this guy is five foot four, five foot five maybe, and probably 120 pounds. He looked small. He was smaller than everybody in that entire thing, including and the, he, the females, the random fucking dudes just sitting over there on their computers typing. He walked right by me, and I was like, wait, I recognize that face. Yeah. And he wears joggers. He wears uh, – Marissa would appreciate his shoe game. He's got the old school foot, foot joys. joys that look a lot like the New Balance dad shoes. So I love Eric Cole, love his game. Love everything about that man. Yeah, the fact that he goes and balls out on the PGA Tour and you see him in person, you're like, holy shit. Got to have mad respect for that. Um, so my little off-the-beaten-path pick is Joaquin Neiman. Uh, first of all, he's South American, so he's got like... Chilean. Chil- well, I mean... Oh, he, maybe that's, he's not. I, I Chile's in know. South America. I shouldn't have just no, jumped I, in I there I think he's like Argentinian. Um, once again, not a geography podcast. But he's got like that olive skin, um, just a young, fle- flexible guy, uh, everything that I am not. And he's kind of a man rocket, if I'm being real honest. Like he's just a good looking dude. I wish I could, you know, get into the, some of the positions in, in the golf swing that he gets into. Uh, and he's, you know, one of the up and coming stars in the golf world, albeit the live tour. Uh, but I could see him competing in majors. He actually won the Genesis last year. So uh, I figured it was kind of fitting for this week. And he, he's just a good-looking guy. Yeah, he's fresh off the Live Tour win where they kept calling him Waco. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. Maybe they just – Joaquin is such a sick name. Why yeah. would you shorten it to Waco? It's got that hard, like, bite at the end of it, like Joaquin, like walk. But, well, yeah, Waco it makes it sound like wacko. Like, I – I'm not huge on that. Like, it makes me think of the Joker, like the actual Joker, like the, in the movie. Right. Yeah. Waco is not, Waco's not our Valentine. Joaquin Neiman is our Valentine. Yes. And yet he won the Genesis, which we're about to talk about two years ago, kind of his premier win on tour. Um, and now he's winning on the live tour and just dominating. Still not in any of the majors as of right now this year. So we won't get to see him at the big four. Um, but Joaquin Neiman, we did see him at live Oklahoma. And the way he, his golf swing in general with how like small his body is, his spine is just like protruding from everywhere. Yeah. And he's so Gumby bendy. Can you imagine the way that dude dances? Like he probably probably throws it down. Yeah. He can probably burn down the dance floor. How flexible those hips of his are and just how he can like move his lower body different in different directions from his upper body. Um, So yeah, that's my second Valentine. Love that. Love that for you. Love that for Waco. All right, let's talk about... Oh, do we want to talk about full swing real quick? We, I, I don't know if we have time. Maybe we'll get, it, we'll get to it when it gets closer. All right, we'll talk about full swing. Full swing is going to come up in three weeks. There's a whole new list of players on it. A lot of guys that uh, we're excited to see and we're interested to see. Um, but we'll talk about that next week. We'll get that in. We'll do a little little preview of full swing. We might do a recap of full swing episodes in season two we can two. throw it in on like one of the monday or wednesday episodes we can just do a quick 10 minute recap yeah i love that all right well let's get into the genesis open picks and preview of course we do all our betting with bet 365 we'll lead off with our picks so our picks for this week my guy max homa he is boosted plus 1900 he finished second here last year california kid it's pretty boilerplate standard pick here but i'm taking it and then I'm going to take Cameron Young, plus 2,500 each way, 1 through 10. Got to win eventually. Got to win eventually. And then this is my other guy that I'm just stuck on. I know he's going to win again on the PGA Tour. 
Will Zalatoris, he played really well here two years ago. So uh, Will Zalatoris is plus 3,500 each way, 1 through 10. Once again, you can get all these odds at Bet365. Check it out. Use the code ALLCITY when you sign up. Uh, my picks, Tommy Fleetwood, the man rocket. It's a ball striker's golf course. He is a ball striker. He's a striker of the golf ball. Uh, plus 2,500, they have him boosted from plus 2,200 each way, 1 through 10. Wyndham Clark, pretty darn good odds to finish in the top 10 slash win at plus 2,800. Uh, played really well last week. He's been, you know, one of the hottest players on the PGA Tour the last year. Uh, and then Corey Connors, another just really good ball striker that gets overlooked quite a bit. Plus 5,000. I like those odds, so I had to roll with a little Corey Connors. Love that. Corey Connors, um, Canadian. We had a Canadian win last week. Can we get another Canadian win this week? Who knows? Um, let's talk a little bit about the Genesis, though, in general in Riviera. Kind of one of the more iconic Very golf iconic. courses, maybe top five outside of the majors which of course augusta and then rotating for the other ones um probably one of the most iconic courses in america yes uh it is known as oh was it hogan's alley is that what uh revere is we google that for me i think that's what it is uh but one of just the og like old school california really well done golf courses as much as i hate to admit it california has a lot of really good golf i would honestly say more of the iconic California golf is in the Bay area, but this is probably like tops top five in California, if not top one and top five, 10 in America. Uh, I love all the old school trees. I love the, the layout. The first hole was iconic, the downhill par five. And I really feel like this is a, a tournament that you kind of have needed to play there a few times in order to play well, because the greens are very tough. This is pretty much all the best players on the PGA Tour. So I'm stoked for that. Like it's going to be a, a, a fast one. Hell of a uh, signature event. Winner is getting $3.6 million. I have um, I, who, my first pick, oh, Max Homa. I have Max Homa in my one and done this week. Okay. So I, I think if you pick, if whoever picks the winner in this one can pretty much vault themselves in the one and done up to the segment. This is the last tournament of segment one so i could vault myself into a little money i've been feeling lucky you know i got my super bowl squares my pick em. i won both playoff pickems that i was in so uh, maybe i'm rolling here with max homa but yes you are correct hogan's alley is riviera country club he's got another says, spot down in uh colonial colonial yes yeah, so it says the reason they are called hogan's alley is because ben hogan was successful at each at Riviera Country Club, Hogan won what was then called the Los Angeles Open three times, the first time in 1942, uh, and then won it in 1947 and 48. Then they started referring to it as Hogan's Alley. Um, he was the champion there at the 1948 U.S. Open. That's fine. So, yeah, Riviera is just a great, great track. If I remember correctly, the first hole is a par five. Yeah, I mentioned so that. Straight, da straight downhill, straight downhill short. Great opportunity for Eagle right off the hop, but then yep. it's par 71, so there's not another five on the front nine. And then another iconic hole out there is number 10, uh, probably known as one of the most diabolical holes on the PGA Tour. It's a drivable par four, but the green is surrounded by almost impossible bunkers. Uh, it's kind of sitting, you know, it's a push-up green, so it's sitting up above everything else, and it is super hard to keep it on the green if you're at the wrong angle so that's actually i think where they go was it the second hole for a playoff because we had a playoff there two years ago if i remember correctly neiman won when neiman won no two i don't yeah think he won two years ago neiman won last year no john rom won this last year oh shit okay neiman won two years ago god i thought he won it last year that's crazy how much time flies um but they do go to 10 for part of the playoff and that is just one of the best holes. I do that. If I could pick one bucket list golf course to play in California, it would be uh, Riviera for sure. Yeah, and then that's that's high praise because there's a lot of a lot of good tracks out there. Yeah. Um, but this one, 
this one just has that like old school feel to it, which mm-hmm. whereas it's not like it's uppity, but it's the old old money uppity, which is like fine yeah, like by me. Old Hollywood kind of feel. And the cool thing is too is obviously they've touched it up a bit over time, but this is one of the golf courses that is truly still a good test that was built, you know, 80, 90, 100 years ago that still holds up against today's golfers. So that just I think that's a true testament to the quality of the golf course that it is. Yeah, it's it's going to be a fun weekend once again. Uh, we talked about him a little earlier. Tiger Woods is playing this week, so if you're tuning into TV coverage, you'll probably see a ton of his 76 shots on Thursday and Friday. Um, no, I I think he'll play decent, but like he doesn't have Charlie to carry him. Last tournament he played, and he had Charlie. This ain't no scramble. No, this this you got to play your own ball. <laughs> Off your ball Tiger, for 18 straight holes. Tiger's like, who's coming to pick me up? Let's just <laughs> let's just make a uh, quick uh, clippable moment here. Let's predict his Thursday Friday score. All right, Tiger's going to shoot at the Genesis Open at Riviera, which he's the host of. 74, 72. Okay, um, I will go. I'll go 68. He's gonna really come out of the gates hot. And then I'll say he's going to shoot 74 the second day. And that might be like right on the number to make the cut. It might just miss the cut. Uh, but I got 68-74. All right, 68-74 and 74. Let's write that down just so we can have that for reference. Yeah, ref- we'll reference that. Um, all right, before we get out of here today, we're going to give you guys our weekly fairway or four. Uh, I'll start off this week. So once again, fairway or four. We give you two situations or a situation that happens to us. Then we put it out to social media for a vote. If you're not following us, go ahead and do that on X at Big Drive Energy, on Instagram at Big Drive Energy Pod. My fairway or four this week after last week's debacle where I got outvoted um, completely is so my fairway or four this week, I think calling like, I don't know how to explain it, gear because I don't want to say the word. I think calling merchandise swag is super lame. And it's and it's like but it's filtered. swag like with a CH. As, like I feel like that's what it's Yeah, but it's like filtered into the old people and <laughs> I I don't like it. Like they're like, "Hey, yeah, we we'll give come we got you we we'll give you some swag." Like I'm like, "Dude, please don't call it that." Yeah, I don't I'm not it, it's it makes me cringe a little bit when I hear that. So I'm I'm on board with what you're um that's a fair way for me. Okay, Alyssa, what do you think? What do you think about calling merchandise swag? Like, swag, do you, is that like, what you call it? Is... <laughs> I think it was a thing for like people our age. Like oh, we, yeah. we called things like that's, that's, you know, let's go, go to the front desk and pick up some swag. And now it's such a thing that but when see, you're missing the, the CH part, like you don't call it swag. You, yeah. There you go. It's swag. That makes it even grimy. Oh, oh I know. Yeah. it. It's cringy. I I can think in particular of like two people I know that say it, and I just I don't know if it's just coming out of their mouths, but I just don't like it. Yeah, like if imagine if they started calling at a PGA Tour event it the swag tent. Like I would fucking hate that. That would make me so. It's it makes me uncomfortable like even wag, saying it. But also, I I don't even know. It's just not a word. It's just not a real word. Okay, so well, I'm I'm on board with that. All right. Um, my favorite four. I've been eating a lot of breakfast sausage lately. Um, And I just think that consistency-wise, I think breakfast sausage is better than bacon. And, like, sometimes I think bacon's peak is higher than sausage, but it's just too inconsistent. You don't know what you're getting on a week-in, week-out basis. Like, I'd rather have sausage, 95 on the black every time, Greg Maddox throwing 88, 89, than... uh, you know, Araldus Chapman throwing 105, but then he's throwing it behind your head. He's throwing it in the dirt. It's going to the backstop. That's bacon for me. It's just too inconsistent. And I think you're on board with this because all I've heard you do this last week is bitch about the bacon that you've bought. Yeah, well, they the big bacon ha- is fucking fleecing everyone because if you ever look at bacon in its, you know, form of a little bag or whatever packaging, it looks great. Yeah, and then that you lift one up strip that, of meat's yeah, on top. The one strip of meat, they don't it. fucking flip that upside down where you can see all the fat. Then you pull that up. And I like bacon fat, but I don't like my piece of bacon turning from eight inches to four inches. Like when I go outside and it's freezing cold. I like my bacon to be fucking thick and big the whole time. And so when you cook it... Are you it, just buying cheap bacon though? Is that... Well, 
that yeah. that could be what it is, but I do respect it. So we went to Costco yesterday, and they show you the, they show you their full bacon. <laughs> They, they you they know put exactly, their meat on display yeah, for you. Their meat, you know exactly how much fat and exactly how much bacon meat you're getting. Costco's all about transparency. But right? I, I skipped the whole thing. I bought turkey bacon because I know that's meat all the way through. And I don't normally like my bacon crispy, but turkey bacon I do for some reason because I turn it into like a spoon for my egg. Like if the bacon's crispy, if it's floppy, you can't like... Turkey bacon's got a weird texture for me. It almost It's almost like a begging strip. <laughs> like like, like dog, dog food? Yeah. Well, I, I would still say I'm going to go with four on yours. I Sausage is fine, but I'd much rather have bacon than sausage. Ma- maple breakfast sausage is like my childhood. Like that, When I smell like maple breakfast sausage, it just takes me to a place okay. that I haven't been in it's like a little 20 years. A little nostalgia. Yeah. All right. Just quick answer, Alyssa. Bacon or sausage? <laughs> if they're both cooked well. Gun to your head, you got to pick <laughs> one. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. That's I just no. I I get it. But then sometimes you get bacon and you're like, that's a pe like, yeah. I'm paying for that bacon. So that's where it it misses me. Like it might be a hot top a hot take, but uh, I'm just a sausage guy. Yeah. That that makes a lot of sense. That checks out. We are going to wrap this pot up on the sausage talk. Thank you guys all for tuning in this week. We'll be back Monday with our winner's circle Monday talking about. The Genesis Invitational at Riviera. Talk about our Tiger Woods prediction. See how it did. We'll talk to you guys then. For now, enjoy your weekend. Peace.